0: And here we go. Welcome to the Mr. Tuesday Show. Welcome in everybody. It's great to be here. I am with my wonderful guest, Dominic from the Andrew Lenzo podcast. Dominic, introduce yourself to my audience. Yo, it's Dominic. Uh, you may know me if you follow the other
1: um podcasts in this kind of group here Um, i'm the main editor over there at the lenzo media podcast
0: and i'm also the co-host there as well yes sir yeah i think i've been on you guys show five total times yep five times and if because we say five but the but the fourth time was part one part two and i think yeah that was the no, no no i was on three technically podcasts with you so yeah so we've definitely been doing this together so yeah uh, yeah
1: because the first the first appearance i i was not like a regular co-host i was kind of like coming in in segments when you were first on so i like i wasn't involved with your
0: episode like at all until a little bit later yeah yeah i got that but hey i mean like every time that i was on and every time you were there, it's, it's always been a great show. You know, me you, and Andrew obviously have some really good chemistry. So I'm glad mm-hmm. that you were able to make it onto my show. You, I had to really definitely convince you over air whenever um, <laughs> Andrew was doing his uh, season finale episode. Yeah. I, you know, first thing I did, I'm like, oh, hey, there's a business opportunity. I saw Dom and I was like, <laughs> yeah. hey, did you want to come on my show? And Dominic was giving me a... Uh maybe I'll see. I'm just I'll like, see. I'll see. And I'm just like face palming. I'm like, oh man, come on. We already <laughs> talked about this. <laughs> no, no, I did, I did. I um
1: I am super busy all the time, but I'm glad I had a couple of days off, and I'm like, hey, you know what? I said I'm gonna do it, let's do it. Um, I wanted to be on here,
0: uh and it, finally time allowed it. So I'm excited. Yeah, yeah, like I said, I'm really <laughs> happy to have you here. So so Dominic, so you and Andrew have been doing the Lenzo Media podcast since, what was it, July? Uh, yeah, middle of July, end of
1: July. Um, yeah. I made a few appearances. Or I made, a, and made an appearance and edited a couple of shows just offhandedly for him. And then he was like, hey, you want to just like do this regularly?
0: And we're like, yeah. <laughs> Dude, that was kind of how me and Hayden were. Yeah, we all know how that ended. But uh, <laughs> the way it started was he brought me on as just like previewing the NFL season and then after the first episode he just he's like hey this went really great do you want to just be a co-host and like yeah hey let's do it so yeah me and Hayden kind of kind of started the same way the other question is when are you going to branch off and do the um, uh, Dominic Sevilla media podcast I'm not sure. Whenever I get more time,
1: I'm kind of pushing like 60 hours between my full-time job and the and the, uh, the podcast. Yeah. Uh, so I don't have time to do anything. Fair <laughs> enough. Those two things. But I want to, you know, I've talked to Andrew about like, hey, I've wanted to do my own show for a while now, and this is kind of give me like inspiration to do that. Although I do like not being, I do like having like that co-host. I like that. Yeah. He has a lot of the set up stuff. He does a lot of like the, the reach out and outreach for it. And I do a lot of the editing for it. So I kind of like that. So I don't know if I'm ever going to do my own show. Um, I have like about five to 10 vlogs, personal vlogs that like are just sitting on my hard drive, not edited or worked on at all. (laughs) Um,
0: yeah, you've had 10 vlogs that you just never released.
1: Yeah. I, so I, uh, I did one, about me going to find and purchase like cameras, film cameras, 35 millimeter film. And it's just me. I like, I'm literally going store to store, like thrift shop to antique store to, um, uh, flea markets and just, and Facebook marketplace, like, um, ads, like I need to find myself a camera. Are these, these there, there's some interesting, but it sounded like there wasn't like that big of a photography scene here in Mount Pleasant. So the, uh, the odds of finding like a decent film camera for pretty cheap at some of these locations was actually pretty high because if it's not, if people aren't interested in it, they're just going to want to get rid of it at like these, these uh, resale shops, these flea markets and stuff. And maybe I can get something that someone doesn't really know what they have and like be all over it. And it was fun to put that together. Uh, I learned a few new tricks as far as editing and syncing up audio, which I, I then transitioned into the podcast. And like, here, one second. like on the episode, I went out and I bought this oh nice from someone on, I, I, well, I went I bought the uh, it was just the camera um off of someone from Facebook Marketplace for ten bucks. Nice film through it, and I, I yeah I shot a whole roll of film through it. Um, tested it out, made sure it worked. And this $10 investment, if I wanted to like resell the camera, mm-hmm. it could be 80 to 100 bucks.
0: Wow. That's a great so that investment ten, right so, there.
1: Yeah. So that 10 bucks could turn around to get, get me some money back because it's a working film camera.
0: Right. Or you could keep it because, I mean, this so is I'm an keeping. audio only show, <laughs> but Dominic just showed me his very good looking vintage camera, like something you'd see out of, out of a movie. Like, dude, go Dom, keep that. Keep that, but send me your Dodgers signed baseball in the mail, please. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh,
1: I, oh, that's something I wanted to talk to you. I, I did look at it. It's not signed by Clayton Kershaw.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. So, for reference, on, I think it was… Your second appearance. The second appearance I made. Yep. Uh, Dominic was… The Dodgers had just won the World Series. So, Dominic was flexing over me. He's like, hey, uh, Clayton Kershaw used to uh, do some… He used to do some pitching for a Triple A team, and I actually followed that team. And he had a signed ball, like with all the players on that team. But Kirsch yeah. apparently did not sign it, so now no. my, so my interest like went from one hundred to, to about zero. zero. Yeah, <laughs>
1: it was like it was like some of the like their backups. Like uh, I think it was like their main third baseman and a couple, of, like a backup pitcher and two shortstops.
0: So. No one terribly important, but I had, I did see him play in person. So that was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Especially considering you saw him play before he became like, you know, the mm-hmm. big name that he is now. But yeah. Hey. No. And over in Midland, he's like a big,
1: huge, oh, uh, he's not local from Midland, but like he's their local hero because that's
0: where he's Yeah. Yeah. He's from Dallas, man. Get it right. He's from right here in Texas. <laughs> Knocked my microphone. <laughs> <laughs> Were you drinking wine? Uh no, Pepsi. Pepsi, okay, all right. Looked like uh red wine for a second, but hey anyways, I was gonna ask you, so how was your New Year's Eve? New Year's Eve was pretty nice, uh pretty quiet. Uh played a lot of
1: Mario Kart. <laughs> Me, my roommate, um my fiance and one other friend playing some Mario Kart uh and playing some like card games and stuff. Nothing too nothing too crazy. Nothing too insane. Just yeah, keeping it small. Um, not, I don't drink, so like I didn't get crazy or anything.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I understand that. Yeah, that's what a lot of people did because a lot of people were very uh, mm-hmm. cautious about going out because of everything that's been going on. So, but I mean, hey, we finally got rid of 2020. Doesn't it yeah. feel nice?
1: <laughs> it doesn't feel any different. <laughs> Like it's, it's weird because as a kid you grow up and like, we, I have a, I have a big family because like, you know, being, being Latino, we have a lot, I love a lot of cousins. My dad had eight brothers and sisters. Wow. <laughs> so, um, I have a lot of cousins. We all get together, play video games all night, huge, uh, banquet style food that we all make. And we just get together, maybe, maybe some fireworks occasionally. Um, and nakers confetti everywhere. And as a kid, it felt like a big deal. Oh yeah, we're bringing in the new year. It's like one of the three times a year I can stay up past like 2 a.m. Right, a kid. right. Because it was like, like this is, this is what it was. Over in Bay, over in Bay City, it was uh, birthday. You always got liberties on the birthday uh, or cousin's birthday. Fourth of July, because we have like this huge Fourth of July celebration and New Year's. Those were like the three nights as a kid I was able to stay up super duper late past way past midnight and way past like one or two a m because just things were going on, <laughs> and now yeah, it's yeah. like I just okay, t- hour past, two hours past, when can I go to bed <laughs> as as an adult, I like sleep <laughs> I like my rest,
0: yeah, no, I totally get that. so yeah, as soon as it hit midnight, that's when me and any the group that I was with was like, "Yeah. Let's, let's just, let's call it a night. There's no, there's not much reason to stay up any longer. I mean, I mean, honestly, dude, New Year's, it got crazy for uh, one of my friends, Joe. He actually, so he, he was out and he drank, but he got a DD and his DD drove a good 40 minutes home and he drove fine. He was totally sober, like, like there's nothing wrong, but he hit the curb at his apartment complex and um, when he was driving my boy's car and then my boy's tires, the two front tires, they both got flat. Yeah. No way. Yeah. No Which is way. crazy. Cause whenever you're pulling up to the, into the actual apartment, you're like, Oh, we made it. Now we can call it a night. But then right then. Yeah. 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 So that sucks. I had know. one flat and it's
1: just having, a, having a flat once in your life is more than enough. Dude. I had a having flat. two tires
0: go. Yeah that's insane because at least with one one flat you can manage that you can put your donut on mm-hmm. and you could drive around for maybe a couple days
1: yeah on, i think i think they're rated cars. i think they're rated for like 100 to 150 miles of total drive on those little spares little dinky spares
0: yeah so but e- but even that i wouldn't i would not recommend oh no no Cause don't, cause, don't do that <laughs> yeah yeah because yeah. i don't know if, if my audience has ever gotten a flat tire but whenever you use your donut it's like it's like the size of a bicycle wheel. Like it is super small.
1: It's uh it's really bad on your axle to keep on that long term.
0: Right. Right.
1: Like I, the weight the weight distribution's just <laughs>
0: the same. Yo, there was a guy in college. Like, you know how those people are, they're like super cheap and they will like use anything. Mm-hmm. Dude, my roommate, not my roommate, but one of my really good friends in college, he said that he actually used his donut. For about four weeks. I <laughs> Yeah. I, I couldn't do that. Yeah. You shouldn't do that. <laughs>
1: I wanna say I used my donut when I had my flat for a collective of three hours. Okay. <laughs> that was about it. Cause I I um I drove it home. It wasn't even three hours. I drove it home. Uh and halfway halfway home, um, like I, I, was at the comic shop because I was. I'm mean, I go to comic shops all the time. Fair <laughs> and enough. Back, uh, I'm stopping at a red light and the guy says, "Hey, your tire's flat." I'm like, oh, "God damn it!" <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if, uh, how, how how do you how, how do you take profanity on this show? Whatever. Okay. Yeah, I was like beyond pissed because like how how the hell does my (laughs) so i get home there's a razor blade about this thick this thick just stuck in my tire and like that doesn't that doesn't get like you don't run over a razor and get it stuck in like that deep so whatever like someone theorized because i i because i was there with the the comic shop with a bunch of friends who are like locals as well yeah. theorized that someone just was like an asshole and just wedged a razor pointing straight up on the edge of my tire so when i took off i would just roll right into it, it was that was trapped. that was
0: the that was the theory yeah okay <laughs> damn dom did you piss somebody off dom like <laughs> what happened
1: i'm i'm like i don't know I, I don't think i would piss anybody off i'm I stay inside and go to comic shops. Who do I have to piss off? <laughs> but uh, so yeah, I took my do- I, I I took it home, put the donut on. Uh, on the way to the tire shop, I gassed up and then got a new tire the next day. So like yeah. I wasn't even on it for that long. So at that, least dude, on the road,
0: it must it must have been a trap. It kind of sounds. You know what it sounds like to me. Have you ever heard of the Jolly Rancher trick? No. Okay. Here's the Jolly Rancher trick, and I only know this because they actually play this prank on my principal. So what you do is, you know those Jolly Rancher lollipops? Yeah. So you lick it. You stick it onto somebody's uh, windshield or their side mirror. then Then whenever they try and rip it off, it actually breaks it's, the glass. Oh, my God. Yes. That sounds awful. Yeah, I thought you were gonna say awesome. But yeah, honestly, like I, I I mean that's super cool at the same time. Yeah. Bro. No, wait when, when you're a kid in high school, you're like, wow, that's hilarious, especially when you get the principal, right? Like yeah, that yeah. is that is hilarious, but man, I I, I, would, I tell you like as like, an, like, as a as an adult who is like oh that was my phone. I didn't realize my phone was on. Are you watching WWE on your phone? No, that's my that's my text tone. What is it? Uh, it's Chris Jericho
1: yelling. You just made the list. Oh, okay. Well, take hey, your time, Dom. A- you're
0: only on my show. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no,
1: I'm, I, I'm turning my i turning
0: my phone off. That's what I was doing. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> yeah. So hey. Anyways, so I've gotten to a point in my show where there's been too many consistencies, and okay. I've realized that whenever I have a host host a guest from the Midwest, yeah, I always ask him the same question. Okay. What's your opinion on White Castle? I've never eaten there. What?
1: The so so here's 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 White Castle for you. I um so I I used to live in Ypsilanti, a town called Ypsilanti. Um, it's five minutes away from Ann Arbor, and those of you who may know, Ann Arbor is home of U of M, University of Michigan. There is one White Castle in Ypsilanti, and it's like just far enough out of my way where I didn't want to go over there to White Castle. So I just never did. But like, because here's the thing, Five Guys was out of the way because I was in Ann Arbor. But Five Guys was good enough to drive out of my way to go get Five Guys. White Castle, I've never had White Castle and like, I never heard anything overly great about it <laughs> it's, like, it's just another fast food place right with square with square burgers and it was in that harold and kumar movie once <laughs> yes did you see that movie i've never seen that
0: movie. it's just, actually I it's actually hilarious
1: i i want to see all of those movies because i like it. it just sounds insanely funny
0: <laughs> yeah yeah uh, i think I like, some of our netflix but but yeah, go yeah I'll have to wa- i have to watch them
1: um, but anyways And so White Castle, it's out of my way, but I've never seen or heard anything extraordinary about it. So there was no point in me going there, except my cousin, he came down to Ipsy to help move me out, like after graduation. And he goes, you know, I've always wanted to try White Castle. I've always, like, that's something he always kept saying every time he visited me. So we're going to go to White Castle. I was like, you know what? Fine. You're helping me move out today. We're going to go to White Castle and you're going to get your White Castle. I'm not going to touch the food. Cause I don't care for it. <laughs> I'm not interested. And I thought my cousin, he's like, I don't know. He's a smaller guy, like five, six, maybe. Uh, like you see me, I'm a little, I'm kind of a skinny guy. He's, he's like smaller than me.
0: Okay. Um,
1: orders the 20 pack of burgers and downs hat. i like, he finishes them in two days. <laughs>
0: He finishes them in two days.
1: Yeah, so 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 you get so you when you order the twenty pack, they're like they're like slider size, but
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Still,
1: so he so he takes two. He takes he like he eats like three or four of them while we're there, and then he eats another two or three um, while we're moving out, and then he eats another. And then he eats the other half of that ten on the way back to Bay City, and then the next day day or so he finishes the rest of them. And then he also finished the two, the four sets of fries that come with the 20 pack. Gotcha. So that's my, that's my white castle story.
0: So hold on. Is he having white castle for breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Basically. Well, now I I want to have it even more because I mean, if you're going to eat something for three meals a day, it must be fucking delicious. (laughs)
1: Well, then but, I asked him, like, h- how good was it? Like, you ate White Castle for two days straight, and it was a 20-pack of burgers. Burgers, and go, I go, was it that good that you wanted to eat this? He goes, no, I just – I had to eat it because I bought it. But,
0: like, it wasn't anything special. I understand <laughs> that. Like, I think of it as, like, I paid for it. It might it might suck a little bit, but I got to – just. I, I mean, I paid for it. It's a commitment. I'm going to finish it. Like, I don't want to waste said, food. Yeah, yeah, he was
1: like, it's just a fast food burger. I don't think I need to – seek out White Castle anymore. i okay, I guess I don't need to eat White Castle.
0: <laughs> yeah, the only reason I, I ask all my guests is because that's not a thing in Texas. Mm-hmm. There is, they're in the Midwest, primarily Michigan and Ohio. Mm-hmm. There's one in Arizona and one in Vegas. And that's probably, the, actually, you know what? I take that back. I think I planned on going and actually being in Michigan next year. So whenever I go, you and Hayden are going to have to enjoy White Castle <sighs> with me. <laughs> all right all you're right. laughing you're laughing you're not giving me a good answer I just, come on
1: i just don't know if i'll eat the white castle i'll go because that'd
0: be <laughs>
1: you're gonna go to just funny. watch me and hayden eat <laughs> I, 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 I wait to watch my cousin eat white castle
0: <laughs> oh, <fair. laughs> what what if i what if i just buy it for you and you can say you oh, take- buy, oh if you buy me food i'll eat it you'll eat it and you'll finish it yeah. or just take one bite oh, and say it's bullshit well no i don't finish meals you don't finish meals
1: like, like I don't clean my plate, but I'll eat enough to where I'm full. But I don't like clean my plate
0: almost ever. Hmm. Interesting.
1: I always, I always take leftovers.
0: Yeah. There you Go. Okay, so you, so you have the smell of White Castle in your fridge for about two days,
1: <laughs> basically.
0: Yeah. Just Dude, don't, don't buy me the twenty pack. <laughs> no, no, I'm not gonna go crazy. <laughs> but yeah. But Yeah, that's that's one. One of the four trips I have planned for this year is to I'm planning on going to Michigan because I have Hayden and then I have you know you you Tom and then I have another friend Olivia who's a, another personal best friend who's living in Texas and she's actually about ready to uh, she's expecting so I'd, I'd love to see her before. Uh, so I have a oh, lot of reasons Olivia to to congratulations yeah appreciate that so yeah so <laughs> LA to see my buddy Logan I, I think you know who he is. He's a DJ. I, I, I swear I, I told you about him before. I mean, you probably did. Uh, no, 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 <laughs> so, no, no. That's cool. That's cool. He's, he's <laughs> not that important. You know, he's just, uh, he's just a guy. <laughs> Rip, Rip Logan. Can I get some in the
1: chat?
0: <laughs> you know what's funny is he's actually editing this, this video, so he just heard me say that. He might take that part out. <laughs> so, yeah, anyways, L.A., uh, Detroit area, uh, Tampa. I got a buddy in Tampa. I plan on going to Disney there and oh hell yeah Denver to uh see Andrew and maybe just maybe I can convince Hayden to come down to Denver as well matter of fact nice. I could see if I can convince you to come down to Denver too I mean why not we're all getting together oh my god I oh, if I could I would man <laughs> hold on hold on hold on Jimmy's coming Oof,
1: oof. that's that's enticing but uh, If that changes your answer, then fuck
0: you. Don't come. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. No, if Jimmy's going to be there, I'll be there. <laughs> if Jimmy's going to be there, it's like, yeah, let me just uh, look at my calendar.
1: Remember, <laughs> remember, remember, we're making t-shirts simping for Jimmy.
0: <laughs> Are you guys actually doing that? Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> but that'd be funny as hell. I, look, at look. I would laugh <laughs> just to see the concept art. And I think I would buy one unironically. But, but, I yeah. mean, it'd be exclusive, so you'd have to, like, get an in. So I don't know. True that. True that. And, the Jim- and would Jimmy get a cut of the profit too? I don't know. I don't.
1: I don't handle numbers. I I, I look at uh, timelines and cut audio and videos together.
0: You ask me to add numbers, you're like asking the wrong person. Yeah, that's the big. Get a calculator for numbers. That's the biggest cop <laughs> out of 2021. Right there. You that? <laughs> <laughs> well, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, hey Dom. So it's you know it's been great having you. So as you know, my show is an outside personality podcast, and I like to dive yeah. into you know <laughs> you and more about you. Um, so let's start from the beginning. So have you always lived in Michigan? Yes. Yeah. I'm always born and raised Bay City, Michigan. Went to school at Eastern, down
1: in Ipsy, and now I'm here in Mount Pleasant. Okay. And do you always see yourself living there? Um. Yeah, for the most part. I mean, long-term goal, maybe go move out to Colorado and start getting more hands-on. I wonder long- why. Yeah, no, <laughs> s- seriously, like, like let's take this thing as far as we can go, and moving out there would make things a hell of a
0: lot easier, that's for yeah. sure. Um, yeah, because he has his recording stu- We're talking about Andrew, obviously. He has his yeah, recording yeah. studio out there.
1: Yeah, or he's trying to get one out there. He's trying uh, to get one? Yeah. Okay. Yeah like he's talking about office space and stuff like that so that would be like an amazing goal to reach but mm-hmm. no i i don't think uh i see myself living somewhere on the west coast eventually if like i was able to colorado i have family in colorado too so it wouldn't be that hard to get over there yeah but but mainly if it wasn't west coast or colorado it'd still just be michigan
0: i got you i got you yeah see i've actually our ambitions are similar because I always tell people, and I'm originally from California, excuse me, but like if if I had to settle, you know, I might just stick put and be here in Texas because I do have a lot of friends here. So I got a lot of people keeping mm-hmm. me here. But if we're just like, if we're being objective, like outside of family and friends, I think I would like to move to Colorado too, just because nothing to do with like I'm simping over Andrew or anything. It's just a matter of uh, <laughs> the like the atmosphere, the beauty, the mountains, the nature, like, I mean, you've been there, so you can't, yeah. you can't Funny beat that, Colorado, especially, especially during the summer, man. Like in the summer, it's like a perfect temperature. It's not mm-hmm. too hot, It's not too cold, especially in Texas. Cause like in Texas, we walk outside and we, we literally melt like the uh, witch from the wizard of Oz. It's super hot here <laughs> in Texas. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, one thing I will say, though, if I ever moved West Coast, I would go northern West Coast because I need to have, like, an actual winter being born and raised in, like, Michigan. Like, there's a winter advisory outside right now. <laughs> winter weather advisory that I just drove through is, like, probably could only see about 50 feet in front of me on the way home. Yeah. Um, but, like, I need the I need the winter. I need, like, a real winter <laughs> to have, like...
0: Christmas actually means something.
1: <laughs> no offense to like your your Christmas in Texas,
0: but yeah, I understand <laughs> that. So I think I think you actually just solved it for me. So if it's snowing on Christmas, then it, then it actually does feel like Christmas. But if it's if it's not snowing, if it's just like regular weather, then it's it just feels like any yeah. other day. Like you want Christmas to be like some sort of special. Mm-hmm. And in, in Texas, I'll be honest, we get snow <laughs> like every five years, if yeah. that. We got, it was, hey, I'll tell you this. When I was <laughs> out on New Year's Eve, it was like snowing, like powder, for like five yeah. minutes. But it didn't accumulate. <laughs> it didn't actually mean anything. Like, you yeah. could actually but have like the, big, the idea,
1: yeah. but the idea of it coming down, oh, it's New Year and there's snow coming down. Oh, this is awesome.
0: Yeah. Like,
1: it, it kind of made it a little bit like more, uh, what's the word? Uh, the aesthetic about it. Yeah. The-
0: yeah, you got it exactly um, right. But like
1: I I be but growing up here in Michigan, like I grew up doing like winter sports and winter activities, like snowmobiling. Snowmobiling was big with our family. Um, we kind just take a couple of machines, go out riding for 6-8 hours straight, <laughs> go find this run-down, beat-up bar, get some good fried food, play some pool, and then drive 3 hours back. <laughs> That's
0: like, that's super fun. Yeah. I forgot what I was, I I just like totally had a great question, (laughs) but I totally forgot what I was going to say, but yeah. So that's, that's editing work right there. But (laughs) anyway, so yeah. So it sounds like you're a big fan of the snow. It's funny because whenever I bring people on from the Midwest, they're just like, Oh man, fuck the snow, fuck the rain, (laughs) fuck the cold. Yeah. Honestly, I'm not a big fan of the cold. Like, I don't know. For me, being in the cold means misery. But I will say there's novelty of being cold, but then getting back inside and getting in your warm blankets and then having that hot cocoa. That's nice. Mm-hmm. See, see, like, when it's hot out, I, I get tired. Like, I just get sleepy.
1: Because I like sleeping all bugged up and warm. And, like, if I'm cold, I'm a little bit more active. I'm awake. I can't, like, get comfortable. So I have to be, like, doing something. Mm-hmm. I, I'm a little bit more productive in the winter than I am in the summer because I just don't like. I'll I'll go. I just take more. I take a lot of naps in the
0: summer just because it's warm. Right. <laughs> yeah, I totally understand that. Honestly, I do my best to just get rid of napping entirely, just because I hate it, man. Like you wake up, you're all groggy. I personally wear contacts, and if you fall, and if you fall asleep <laughs> with contacts in. That's the worst. That is actually the worst that ruins your whole day because that feeling, (laughs) that feeling of discomfort just never escapes you. I mean, obviously, I don't think you can relate because, you know, you are a man of, you are a man of glasses, which is.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know if I ever wanted contacts, but recently, like, because I was thinking to myself, oh, my glasses, they're fogging up with all the mask stuff. Yeah. glasses with nose pads and those hold down the masks like closer to my face
0: Yeah,
1: my face so it's it doesn't fog up but then i stepped on those glasses and broke them and so i'm back to my old glasses that don't have the nose pads and so uh-huh. it's just been a foggy mess like every other day now <laughs> yeah so I'm like do i think it contacts just so my glasses don't fog anymore? <laughs>
0: Yeah, there you go. See cuz whenever uh, I wear my for my sunglasses during the summer, it would always fuck up my sunglasses too, so I know exactly you know how that is. Man, it's just uh like I'm not anti-mask by any means, but you yeah, you do ask yourself like how long how long is all this going to happen go on for? Is it going to be 5 years? Is it going to be the end of this year? Well, you I know, think too like going
1: forward, it should like just think about it. Um, uh, Eastern cultures, they wear masks. They've been wearing masks when they were sick for ever now. They like, right. the whole COVID thing here in the U S and over there, if you were sick over in, in the East, Eastern countries, you wore a mask. What if you had to go out so you didn't get other people sick, it wasn't about like not you getting things. It's you spreading things is what it was. So I, I think if we go forward from this, we need to be more conscious and wear masks more in public, even when this whole thing ends.
0: Yeah. Public safety. And let's keep it, let's keep it real. Hygiene and sanitation has always been really spotty with me. Like, look, I always, I always went to parties when I was in college, but like, I don't know i'm not a germaphobe or like a germ freak or anything but i was like i always found it weird when people would would like drink other people's drinks and it's one thing if it's your significant other because you're kissing anyways but like whatever Mm -hmm. whenever you're drinking a drink and it's been like the sixth like maybe six people six lips have touched it i always thought that was cool. yeah exactly so so i don't know make maybe (laughs) maybe we'll rethink you know hygiene and sanitation when this is all over or we'll probably just go back to doing exactly, doing things exactly the like way we did beforehand. So, but <laughs> like, I really just hope because this
1: was like always the worst thing ever, like going to a public bathroom and like seeing someone walk out without washing their hands. Right. Like, I just want people to wash their hands more now. <laughs> like now more than ever, because back then, like it sucked when you saw someone they didn't wash their hands, and that's like that's. That's freaking gross. Yeah. Wash your, wash your damn hands, you filthy animals. And now it's like, you better wash your hands or you're going like to kill someone.
0: <laughs> yeah. Dude, I shit you not. When I went to a football game in San Antonio, uh, I'm not going to say what the stadium name was, just out of respect. But there was a stadium that had a bathroom with urinals, but no way to wash your hands. There was no sink. Unbelievable, right? There was yeah. no sink. There was no way to wash it. Just urinals. No, was could... there
1: sanitizer, like, at all? No. I.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know, right?
1: Like that. Like that should be like illegal. <laughs> yeah, like I went to a paintball field. I played paintball, and like even they had outhouses with like sanitizing stations there too, like wipes to wipe down everything inside the toilet uh, in the toilet body, and like also uh, a row of sanitizer stations as well like even they even being outdoors at a, at a field like they were they were giving us options to sanitize
0: <laughs> right 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 i've actually never been paintballing was that
1: uh extremely fun my uh my dad used to play semi-competitively and travel the us a little bit go a couple across state with my, my him and my uncles had had a team Back in the late 90s, early 2000s. Right. And um, so they brought me up playing paintball and my other cousins up playing paintball. And we, uh, we, we kind of fell out of it because we've just been so busy with our lives and stuff. Mm-hmm. But recently we're just like, you know what? We need a sorry. <laughs> 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 we need to get back into it and we want to play competitively again. Because my dad and all of his uh, and my and my uncles, they would go to tournaments out of state, play at like um, not pro divisions, but like mid tier divisions tournaments, and they and they'd place, so they'd win, and they were they were a sponsored team. Um, wow! And they they played really really well, and they taught us how to play, like they taught us like competitive techniques and like just the fundamentals of holding and snap shooting and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And now like the last year or two, I've just been like, we need to get everybody together. We need to, we need to start workshopping. We need to start practicing. Cause I want to play competitively. I have this really, really big competitive paintball itch right now.
0: So. <laughs> wow. I had no idea how seriously yeah. like people take paintball. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm, I, I mean, it doesn't surprise me that there is a paintball tournament. And it's organized like you say it is. So, so let me ask: When people are in these competitive tournaments, does it are they using like military style tactics? Like,
1: no, no like um, so. Well, it depends. It depends. Mostly no. Um, so there's kind of like different like how you say categories of paintball. You got you got your like entry level markers. Pretty much anything that Tippmann makes, they're gonna come in like. Uh, um, player packs with, like, a mask, tank, hopper, all this stuff. Well, kind of, like, on the cheaper end, but still, like, usable for playing. It's going to be basically the same thing what people using rental gear in a field would be, would be using. Then you've got your, um, they're called space guns, and you they're, they're called, like, um, uh, Milsom guns. Mm-hmm. So your space guns are going to be, like, more like the tournament style of paintball guns literally designed to be as lightweight as possible and shoot as efficiently impossible as possible. And then you got your Bilsom guns, which are designed to look like military style weaponry. And like a lot of people who use those, they like playing in big scenario games that have like objectives and, and stuff like that, where on the tournament side, you got people just, it's um, basically like just team deathmatch on the X-ball field or airball field, 5-on-5, 7-v7, 10-v10, first to wipe out the other team wins or some variation of that plus capture the flag. Wow. Yeah, I'm definitely – I used to lean towards, like, that scenario player back when I first started playing, like, when I was, like, 10, maybe 12. But, like, that's because, oh, that looked like real guns. It's so cool. But then now, like – because I've gotten like into paintball, I'm definitely leaning towards more the uh, the tournament style of playing.
0: <laughs> wow, I, I had no idea that you were so serious about paintball. So that's pretty cool, oh, yeah.
1: man. My uh, between me and my dad, or like I guess more or less just my dad, but because he he's been playing for so long since like the the 90s and the 2000s, and um, we have like. Probably around fifteen,
0: twenty paintball guns. <laughs> cool. Cool. Yeah, I remember remember as a kid, you were talking about how some of the like the paintball guns looked like military style. Yo, I always wanted like airsoft guns, remember those? As a kid? And my folks my folks weren't down with it because they're just like against like projectiles. Mostly because we had an injury <laughs> in a family where uh, my grandfather as a kid, he got a rock slingshot into his eye, and uh, he, had permanent, he had permanent eye damage for the rest of his life. So, yeah, it's um, it's understandable why, but me and my brothers, <laughs> like, this is around the time whenever uh, Call of Duty, I mean, I was going to mm-hmm. Call of Duty was hot, but Call of Duty still is hot, but, like, when we were in middle school and we were playing Call of Duty, like, oh, yeah, no, we want these, like, uh, M16-looking guns, like, we want to be cool, we want to be, like, the cool kids, but... Yeah. But yeah, um that that's airsoft and that's that's different than paintball. I I've been I've been yes. shot by I've been shot by both, even though I've never played paintball. Somebody thought it'd be great to test their paintball gun on me and dude, it hurts, man. Like, especially if it hits you right. Like it can it's like a like a three, four day bruise, man. Like it sucks.
1: Well like here's the thing. I, I I'm kind of like a little wimp, but when it comes to paintball, I like getting shot at! <laughs> i don't know why it's kind of like dom. a slight <laughs> slight masochism but like if i don't come home with a bunch of welts i'm a little upset
0: <laughs> damn i didn't i didn't get my battle scars <laughs> dom has a paintball fetish all right well okay, moving on <laughs> <laughs> so a little bit more about you because <laughs> you know i'm not i'm not so sure how much uh you know people around you know about you but what do you do to pass the time between working uh, your job and working for Andrew what else you got going on it's a lot of video games <laughs> oh really what do you play on PlayStation
1: or uh, my Switch I play Switch mostly but nice. I'm on Xbox I'm on Xbox to play like bigger titles but I'm mainly my, mainly my Switch yeah which games do you play on Switch lately Uh, what was I just playing uh, I haven't like right next to me don't I <laughs> Hold on, everybody, while I get my Switch out to remember what I was playing. (laughs) Because right now, um, because for Christmas, uh, I'm a huge fan of the Lego games just because they're, like, puzzle games and they take a long time to complete. And my goal is to actually 100% every single Lego game. That's going to take freaking forever. Right. Um, So I've been playing, like, Lego Avengers on my Xbox because I just got that one on my switch i'm playing i bounce back and forth between the super mario collection like the three I actually, stars.
0: yeah i was about ready to ask you about that see if you've played that yet
1: yeah i'm playing that and i'm playing uh my second playthrough of fire emblem three houses and my first playthrough of pokemon shield
0: those are the three main ones I'm playing on my Switch right now. Yeah, so for the Super Mario All-Star, which which game of, of that are you playing? Uh, 64. 64? Okay. So, me and my brother were actually talking about just, like, splitting the cost, mostly because we just want Sunshine. So, <laughs> I played all three games. Mm-hmm. I played Galaxy, and I think it's amazing, and I beat it. I played 64, and I don't know, it was too much for me. Like, they... They basically it's, would, not the, yeah. it's not
1: the best. it's 64.
0: not the best. Well, for the time it was, I also have to remember yeah. it was released on the 60 the Nintendo 64 in the 90s, so it was mm-hmm. for what it was, it was revolutionary. So I don't want to Oh say yeah. It. It's it's far from a bad game, but like it does ask a lot for you. Like it'll give you it'll the give camera you a like, controls excellent. alone just like is awful. <laughs> yeah, 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 but it, but here's the thing is like towards the end the objective would be to get stars and you, know, you get mm-hmm. stars to move up. And then, so it might ask you to get 10 stars and then give you three more levels. And so what well, you, you can go to the new levels so you just unlock, then you have to go back to the old level. So that, that just kind of turned me off. I'm just like, man, like maybe, maybe I just wanted it to be more linear. It's mm-hmm. a personal thing. And obviously it was not so, but that's a fun game. The one I really care about, though, is Super Mario Sunshine. I feel like it's, it's extremely unique, even for the Mario franchise. I, t- I take it you had a GameCube as a kid. Back. Oh, of course I had a GameCube. <laughs> <laughs> See, yeah. I had a
1: GameCube, but I never played Sunshine. I've never played it to this day. Well, you have the ability to play it. Yeah, I do, but I'm playing 64 first because I, I, of the three, I've only played 64. Oh, so you played Mario Galaxy yet either? I haven't played Mario Galaxy. I played the demo at GameStop
0: from Mario Galaxy <laughs> <laughs> well I will I'm remember say, playing game demos <laughs> yes yes I do actually go into,
1: go into Walmart as, as, as many times as you
0: can to play the Guitar Hero demo <laughs> dude when I have those rock band demos I'm just like alright mm-hmm, Like mm-hmm. I would always be like yo mom and dad y'all just want to shop and I'm just going to go like you know, hit it on the rock band drums and you can just like oh, yeah, find exactly. me like, like you
1: know where I'm going to be <laughs> <laughs> it's funny my uh, my cousins they i mean i got a few of the guitar hero games but my cousins on my mom's side um they always got every new release at uh, at launch day for guitar hero they had every single guitar hero oh
0: dude i used to be obsessed with that game but like, too
1: but like her friends my cousin's friends were like hey let's go to walmart and play guitar hero and, and my cousin i literally have the game here <laughs> But like they, they still just wanted to play it at Walmart because it was at Walmart for whatever reason.
0: <laughs> hey man, I mean they're trying to draw on a crowd, <laughs> and yeah, that crowd, flex, that crowd flex, being the people of Walmart, <laughs> flex the people of
1: Walmart because you can, because you can, hundred uh, percent a song.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I totally get that though because I used to be obsessed with Guitar Hero and I always, like you said, I would always buy like every new edition. Uh, I think my favorite was probably three, but man, I was a I was a big time simp. I don't even know I don't even know what it was. I think it was just kind of cool to pretend you were playing guitar to some mm-hmm. like really mm-hmm. rocking tunes. But as, ended as up someone with, who
1: doesn't know how to play guitar, it made me feel a lot good, better because I was pretty decent at, mo- uh, at guitar hero.
0: <laughs> it definitely inspired me to learn how to play like actual guitar. Like guitar hero doesn't help you like. There's no part of Guitar Hero that it's like a like a learning material. Oh yeah, no. It it just was pure inspiration. Like, wow, this is cool. Like I'm like a like I'm like a little rock star playing on my like uh plastic, you know, Fisher yeah. Price guitar. That's <laughs> <laughs> like doing the actual, yeah, exactly. And um and I'll tell you, learning to play guitar, it's it's awesome. And um whenever things clear up and whenever I can find a <laughs> Bless you. That's COVID right there. Um, whenever I can find like an actual like teacher, because I want to go back and do one on one. I want to learn how to play guitar again because I used to write songs when I was younger and I used to be really good at it. But now I've been I've been playing a little bit, but it's been mostly like uh, like YouTube learning, which is not oh, the yeah. same. Which is not the same to me. I'd rather have a one on one. I'm definitely. More of a one on one learner as opposed to like a like a class. I've done both and I, I would take one on one. I don't even care that I'm paying extra money's not a factor. Me learning something is a factor, but Yeah. Hey Dom, it, the, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, no, no,
1: no. If we're about to wrap up, I just realized you tried to stay around
0: forty-five minutes, and we've been going for an hour straight. <laughs> oh, I don't think it's been—it hasn't quite been an hour, but I'm at the point where I want to ask my final two questions. Oh yeah, let's 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 go on with that. Um, oh yeah, too much to add to the guitar session. All right.
1: So.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, Dom, it's a great having you, but I do have two questions. So All you right. are a podcaster and an editor. No question yep. about you're one of those. What advice would you give to somebody who is aspiring to be one or both of those?
1: Um, Make mistakes, make as many as mistakes as you can. So you can learn from those mistakes. Um, something that back when I first got like my kind of ideas to become an editor, become a podcaster. This was even back in like, we're talking about five six years ago when I was back in high school. Um, I would start creating something. I would just use my phone because I didn't have like good gear at the time. I would just use my phone as much as I could to like create content. But like, I didn't like it because I would make a mistake and I was like, okay, let's not deal with that. And I would not follow through with it. So I was making mistakes, but I wasn't learning from those mistakes. I was just quitting and starting over. And it didn't matter what I was trying to do because I didn't get out of the mindset of, well, it's not going to be perfect. So I don't want to put it out there, but the idea of putting it out there, it'll become perfect. Eventually you have to get into your stride and it won't always be perfect, but once you get into your stride, once you can take a few hits as a mistake and still go through with it, that's when you're going to start creating content better and better. And not be afraid of failure because people will criticize people will call you out if you do make a mistake uh they do plenty of times and you just gotta roll with the punches and learn from it if it was a mistake and you have to learn to filter the mistakes that you make and just like the the negative comments and the negative criticism because if it's like they're criticizing you because they don't like you then that's not because you're a mistake. That's because you made a mistake. That's just because they don't like you. Yeah. Learn to filter those out as well. So yeah, but make as many mistakes as you can so you can learn from those mistakes and create better content and
0: better yourself. That's a great answer. What legacy would you like to leave on this world, Dom?
1: What legacy I
0: would like to leave?
1: Um, You know, honestly, I... I, um, we didn't get into this much, but I do love photography. I mean, we kind of got into it with me chasing film cameras and stuff. I collect film cameras. I have like about 15 to 20 film cameras, um, ranging in quality and type. I want to leave behind like picture, like I want to take breathtaking photos that people actually want to like see and look at. That's something I want to leave behind if I can get to a point where I can do that more often and, you know, set specific time aside to travel the world or travel a little bit and take pictures right, and be able to share that with people. Because one thing that like gets me through a lot of like mental breaks and mental, um, like downs is, is photography taking pictures Creating images um, through that medium is something that really really, really helps me psychologically. so being able to do that like I, I'm saying this I have three, four, I have three cameras on my desk right now <laughs> <laughs> um, just because I love taking pictures. so yeah, that's why I want to be leave be behind that's my legacy is it's, uh, my photography.
0: yeah, there you go. Oh, actually, I have something to tell you about that after the show, but um, okay. that was that was a really good answer. So, so Dom, it was great having you on. This has been the Mr. Tuesday Show. Signing off. Have a great good time. one.